You're listening to Mind Over Money, presented by Waymaker. Today's discussion is a bit of a fireside chat between Tim and I on moving countries, changing seasons, and living within your means. We hope it encourages you. Tim. Hey, Lucky. We were chatting earlier this week about living within your means. And uh, that led to your story, actually, of moving countries and also what happens when we change seasons in our lives. So we thought, let's hit record (laughs) and bring you guys into this chat as well. Tim, tell us about your journey this um, past, what's it been, 12 months? Also, moving back mm. to Australia, um, what's it been like for you and your family and your finances? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, twelve months ago, I was not in Australia yet, and the one-year anniversary is coming up very soon. But mm. I'm originally from Adelaide, and that's not not where I moved from. <laughs> it's not classes overseas, I don't think. Although people in Brisbane seem to think it is. <laughs> but I was living in Japan for, for 15 years. It's a long time. Wow. Last year, well, a bit before that, my wife and I decided to move back to Australia during COVID, during that season and with our two kids. And it was a mm-hmm. yeah, big decision, but we were very excited about it. Moving countries in, you know, in terms of your finance and stress, I, I've heard people liken it to getting a divorce, <laughs> which oh, wow. I, don't, I don't know if that's always true. And obviously, um, it's quite a jarring process it to is pack up your whole family and, very much and move. So. And what your little one was less than a year old at that point. Yes, yes. Six months old. So mm. pretty much had the baby, got his little citizenship and then <laughs> allowed him to come into the country and came over. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is, it is jarring. And especially from a, a first world country to first world country, you know, mm. um, yeah, big change. A lot of costs, I'd imagine. Yes, especially coming to Australia. <laughs> Australia's unreal with their visa charges and costs. And mm. um, so my wife is, is Japanese and setting all that up is always, it was always fun. So but you can do it, you can get through it. And then it was, yeah, yeah, just a, a lot of changes in the season. My daughter's just about to start, well, she started prep this year. So we kind of wanted to time that right for everyone. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of lot of things going on. In, in all that, also changing careers, um, starting something new. <laughs> and um, <laughs> What were and you doing in Japan? I was, I was doing a lot of different things, but the main thing I did was teaching mm-hmm. for 15 years and always was interested in finances and getting in that world in Japan as well, just as a hobby and investing and figuring it all out. And I mean, that's been a big change to not only Korea, but also just the way the financial system works in Japan. Japan is much more of a little America, um, Mm -hmm. whereas Australia is rather different. And there's a lot of good ways, but there's a lot of learning. And so, yeah, just coming here, starting. So let me get this straight. You, you change careers you change countries. <laughs> yeah. My that's, kids. That's, yeah. Changing schooling for the kids. I mean, that's huge. Y- yes. Kept, kept the same wife. So that's good. One constant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was full on. But I guess, you know, 
rip it off the band-aid just let's take it off let's do it all do it all at once <laughs> might as well and you you owned a house in japan too what was it like i guess buying and selling your home versus uh now you've rock, rocked up in australia and you're buying a home soon what what's the difference there mm. yeah I, um japan was surprisingly simple in terms of the mm. transactions and the, the way the banking works in japan it's generally a depreciating asset to own a house um so we built mm. we built a house like and got to design it so we actually did all right in the end but generally when you buy a home it's like something to live in not necessarily something to um speculate <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much uh, and, that's very uh, similar in other asian uh, countries uh, australia mm-hmm. home is very much it should be a place to live, but it's very much a speculative investment in some mm, ways as well. It's true. So we well, have you, a very different view of property here. That's right. Yeah, and and it's different for lots of reasons. I mean, you're like this, but when I we bought, I think it was 2016, maybe the interest rate we got variable was under one percent. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> and now we got. I thought, oh, let's just fix. We we had a land and home that was separate, and we thought we'll fix the one, and we fixed it at 1.9. Um, this was in 2016. Oh. So, <laughs> and, it, and the variable went under. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was almost negative. Or the bank was almost paying us. So, um, wow. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> but that's a bit different to different where we world. are now. Yeah. yeah. Very different. And the same, if you put your money and invest like in bank account, you know, you get no interest or it's just, yeah, yeah there's pros and cons to different systems. Um, so what, what have you learned in the middle of all this? So, so yeah, I guess what we've been talking about and is we've had to learn really how to be content and understand mm. seasons um, mm. and the moments we're in. Wow. Yeah. So like I know maybe a lot of people listening have probably haven't moved countries in the last 12 months, but might be in a new season, you know, because Australia's mm. really is shifting at the moment. And I guess when mm. we arrived, people were talking about how expensive everything had gotten. But for us, it was just normal. So maybe that's one benefit. We just came out, okay, no, no, eggs just cost $10. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Um, So, and, you know, but there's all the interest rates, like getting back to normal levels, but inflation is really kicking in for the Mm. first time. And there's higher living costs, rent, you know, just a little side story. When we came here trying to get a rental was unbelievable. It was like a job interview and... I had no rent history. <laughs> They're like, why, why are we going to give it to this guy? And whether there's literally 50 other um, contracts that came in. <laughs> like, Yeah, that was an experience. I remember you told me you rocked up at this first place and there was like a queue up the street to visit oh. the home. And you were thinking, oh, <laughs> okay. unreal. <laughs> so, yeah, we just knew we had to meet somebody that <laughs> that liked us and get us in there. But um yeah, so I think there's people in the middle of all this and there's there are struggles, but I guess we've had to learn how to be, yeah, content, I think is the key word and, and really just enjoy the season we're in. Yeah, I love that you've embraced the change. You're not fighting it. And I think that's really applicable to all of us, uh, whatever season that we're in in life. And when we do have those seasons of change, it's a great time to, you know, get the family involved and, and start a start a good conversation life is always changing. And so we need mindsets that can help us adapt and recover and grow with change and not get locked in by stress or fear. What I see in your story is really one of you guys not just surviving, but thriving amidst those changing circumstances. 
We were both reading a blog yesterday um, and we really liked the idea that it posed about this frugal path of living being the path less traveled (laughs) Mm. and yet it can be the good path that leads us to a great life. So in thinking about, you know, your change and coming to Australia in the season that you're in, how did that apply to you? Because I I think when we think about living within our means, it's often seen with a poverty mindset instead of Mm. a wealthy mindset. So maybe let's take a step back, actually. What does wealth mean to you, Tim? Yeah, so wealth, I mean, there's obviously the definition of wealth, (laughs) which you can look up, um, which is financial wealth. But when I guess we talk about this word and hear this word, it's kind of a bigger meaning than Mm. just finance. But it's, I mean... Why do we want finance? <laughs> it's probably everyone has the same goal. It's kind of to have a great life. Wealth to me is more than just money. And money's mm. part of some of the things that we make life smooth. And you can buy mm. certain things like good health to some degree, um, mm. good health care. But like your quality of friends, you know, quality of your, the closest mm. relationships you have, you know, that lifestyle, the the freedom to have choices. Um, mm. Yeah. And kind of enjoyment and not, all of those things are directly connected to finance. and um, Yeah, money can't buy you peace. No, no. And, um, you know, and, it's, and you can say it definitely adds to it. And if you've been in a tough situation, there's, there's a bottom line <laughs> that you <laughs> yeah. kind of want to get over. And I totally understand that. And, but really, it's also about sometimes we have so many options in life. Mm. And it's kind of steals our joy to have so many options. But when you, Mm. even what this season has taught me is like, okay, my options are limited, but there's still some really fun, great options. And the most Mm. important things are still there, like family and um, (laughs) my kids. And, you know, so like just from some of one of the benefits we found is, okay, finding joy in those smaller moments, like having games nights, um, Mm. going on walks like simplifying what we do and it's amazing it's amazing rather than getting bogged down down with trying to do stuff all the time you know kind of slowing down which has actually been a big blessing in our lives so i think understanding the season Mm. and it's so helpful because in in just in our mindset like because you asked about you know a wealthy mindset like if our mindset is living on instagram or someone who has a different (laughs) life different job and you have no idea you know, how happy they really are. If if that's where our mindset is, if that's what we think wealth is, I think that's going to lead down a, a tough path. So that's just yeah. something I've had to watch in myself, yeah, the last 12 months. The path to a wealthy life is one of contentment, humility, commitment, uh, perseverance, all those things that you've just really talked about there. It's about focusing on quality, not just quantity. And it's a narrow path but it's worth it. Mm. So the opposite of that would be the broad path to what we want (laughs) or what we think we want. And I think the problem, which you just talked about before, is in a great country like Australia, we have so many options and we can actually get what we want even if we don't have the money. (laughs) So we can can use debt to have it all now. And of course, the bill's going to catch up with us in the long run. Um, But that you know, there's that option to basically live beyond our means because we have these tools like debt that makes that available to us. Now, does that lead to a better life? I don't think so. <laughs> so coming back 
to Australia. So obviously I was visiting Australia regularly and <laughs> always connected. My parents live here. My family lives here. But coming back and living in Australia, I think I've noticed how consumer-driven it is. Um, mm. And I think, I don't know, this is, this is my thought. Leave your comments, anyone thinks, but just my observation. Like the thing that Australians are chasing most is comfort. Mm. And just want to be like have all your stuff around you. Be as comfortable yeah. as possible. Work as as little as you need to be comfortable. Um, mm. And yeah, you can debate me. This is just an observation. I've been, I'm still working through it, thinking through it. Love to hear your thoughts about it. But uh, it feels like that's the the god of Australia. Almost is is a nice couch, a massive TV, and a PlayStation, and, <laughs> and which is which is fine in to a degree. Um, but like, I think it does have an effect on. Because I, I think that the irony of that is it doesn't really lead to what you actually want. You know, I don't think comfort leads to comfort or happiness <laughs> either. I love that. Um, yeah. And on, and on the flip side, you know, the, you talk about the simple things, a barbecue, a beer and, you know, at the park with friends, such a simple thing on a nice sunny day. But it's such an amazing thing mm. that we love and can cherish. And I do think we are losing a bit of that. It's encouraging to see, especially with young people, uh, uh, getting back to that. They're getting mm. outside, hanging out with friends and not really chasing um, those high ticket experiences, but rather chasing quality and relationships. And that can be as simple as going for a walk with a friend or just giving them a phone call or going out for a coffee. So I think you're right. I think there is kind of a pushback at the moment happening. Yeah, on that um, consumer-driven economy. You, mm. you were telling me about uh, your daughter. There was a good story there, I think, is relevant. Do you want to <laughs> share that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, my daughter just turned six the other day. She's in prep, loving it. So, <laughs> loves school so much. Every morning she's pumped to go to school, which is makes life easy. Uh, <laughs> I think you're making some parents jealous. Eh? <laughs> yeah, oh, I understand because she's very social. I think we just, we bore her at home, obviously. So she's just pumped. <laughs> and um, we had this birthday party and so many friends came. It was fun. And, and something we just didn't even think about was all the gifts. So everyone bought a present and we didn't plan for that. It was like, okay, had to try to get all this stuff home. And it was so generous, amazing. So what my wife decided, which I thought was really wise, um, was to just, she can open one present a day. And at first mm, I thought, oh, that's a, yeah. bit, that's a bit rough. <laughs> <So> she was <laughs> pumped. But actually it's been really nice. She's still opening presents now. This was like two weeks ago. And it's been really nice because she's been able to enjoy each present one at a time. And also she's been able to, we've been able to talk about oh, who gave you this. Let's mm -hmm. make sure we say yeah. thank you to them. So it's because if she opened them all at once, like we don't know who gave her the present. It was just like <laughs> all this stuff. But now she's like, oh, this is from so-and-so, my friend. And she's just so thankful. And I think it's been a really good exercise of just being, okay, take it easy, enjoying. Like we can enjoy stuff, nothing wrong with that. But, actually, but then actually enjoy it and rather than... Yeah. Um, and appreciate the person behind the gift, mm. which is really the greatest gift is that people love and care for you. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, How did you go um, taking your family on this journey uh, of, you know, sticking to this new path as you guys build your lives here in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. For, first of all, I'm, yeah, I'm in this, I'm in this season. I'm in the journey and we're not like perfect like we're making mistakes and we get frustrated and because like i said 12, 12 months ago we were in a very different situation mm. where we could we could go out for dinner 
couple of times a week. We were in Japan. It was a bit more reasonable. Um, lifestyle was very different. Um, mm. We had, yeah, we had built 15 years. We've been, I've been married to my wife for 12 years. That's 12 years of building together. And mm. so there are challenges with this. And I think the first one we've been talking about is just like recognizing the season and knowing that season is just that it's a season meaning it doesn't mm. last forever <laughs> so yeah. but okay we're going to buckle down we're going to talk it through um uh you know every time we go through the budget uh, maybe if you're in if you're by yourself it's right maybe you need to do this but if you're with a partner um uh, you need to make a time make it fun i don't know mm. Have a donut, I don't know, whatever you need to make it a bit fun so you can sit down and actually go through the budget because usually there's one person <laughs> who loves it and another person who doesn't. And if you are by yourself and you're the person who doesn't love it, uh, <laughs> make it make it extra fun. So really you can have those conversations and have the vision and talk about, okay, what are the goals here? Mm-hmm. And this is something we talk about in Waymaker all the time is like, okay, you don't you you can have some things. I mean, you can't have everything. No one can have everything. We know that. But let's but let's really dig deep and see like what do you actually what do you actually value and what do you actually mm. want? Talk about those mm. things and, and and where do you want to be in three, five, ten years time? That's right. Um, because you obviously moved your family to Australia for a reason. It wasn't just to chill out. Um, you guys actually have a, a reason for being here and you know, a vision for what you want to achieve here in Australia. That's right. That's right. So and having that, you know, it helps you stick to the plan. Um, yeah. So, mm. yeah, so I think that's one thing. And mm. I think people worry about getting stuck in those seasons forever, you know, and nothing's mm. forever. And like, I think something that you're really good at, Lucky, and I've learned from you is like celebrating wins. Um, mm. And yeah. I think yeah, that's you gotta, been... You got you to gotta laugh and enjoy the journey. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Enjoy the journey. And I mean... Even the tough season, like what we're talking about here, is not that bad. <laughs> Maybe that's another thing. Just to step back and be like, wow, actually life's pretty good. The fact that we have mm. a house and like you said, I mean, we can go out, do barbecues, go for beautiful walks in a safe neighborhood. Like it's Yeah. I mean, you travel incredible. to other parts in the world and you do realize they call us the lucky country for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Mm. I don't want to take away because people are going through hard times in Australia, but at the same time, it is a matter of mindset. And for a lot of mm. us, it's just like, oh, actually, we have so much going for us. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, if if there's anyone here going through, you know, a season of change, mm. I understand it's challenging because I've been, I've had moments of stress <laughs> and frustration. Mm. Yeah, it could be like changing schools, incomes, cities. Um, a lot. There's a lot of movement happening in Australia. Mm. But I just encourage you, this is a you know, a growth, a growth moment in those seasons and a, maybe yeah. like a reset. It feels to me like a bit of a reset mm. and going back to baseline just helps, helps us as a like individual get stronger. But if you're with a family, help your family get stronger. And I think bringing everyone on the journey together and having good communication is like a really big key of enjoying the season. Yeah. Like you're teaching your kids to be resilient, right? And mm. I think that's, as a parent, is the greatest skill that you can give your kids is how to be resilient. Um, because then no matter what problems they face, because they're going to be in a whole different season in, you know, in 20 years' time when they're all growing up and the world's going to be a different place. But that gift of embracing change and being resilient is one of the best things you can um, leave your kids mm. other than knowing that, that you love them <laughs> and that they're mm. loved. Um, that gift of being resilient in change is, is a great gift to um, bring to your family. 
thanks everyone for uh for, for listening and um thanks for sharing tim yeah, no worries yeah yeah just chat we're having and yeah i hope it's not yeah. too airy fairy but um some practicals <laughs> some handles in there as well but yeah uh, it's a bit different yeah. today that's why mm. we're calling it a fireside chat oh. so if you guys want to join the discussion you can find us on instagram at waymaker finance maybe leave a comment or send a message to us or you can click uh, the link in the show notes you can send us an email or give us feedback and um have a chat so yeah thanks everyone thanks tim and we'll be back next week with uh some new episodes we're talking to matt tembo a property expert we are talking to kerry from credit success about your credit score um we've got lots of good episodes lined up so we'll see you guys again soon have a great week 